Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Shoppers John Deere presents live from West Palm Beach for the start of spring baseball. Thanks to Academy Sports and Outdoors, it's Payne and Pendergast on Sports Radio 610. All right, we will uh, get you ready for uh, Astros spring training. We'll be there later today. Uh, the Marlins and the Astros over at the Astros spring training facility up in West Palm Beach. We'll be at Port St. Lucie tomorrow for the game against the Mets. We'll be back in West Palm Beach on Wednesday for a game against the Red Sox. And then it is off to Jupiter, Florida on Thursday for the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, I looked at the map of Florida this morning, Sean. Yeah. I, got the, I got the South Florida geography down pat. Good We're deal. Good to go, yeah. I think we can take this federal highway. There's a, we've got beach cruisers out there, I see, um, at this Airbnb that we have. Okay. We could Let's ride. Do it. We could ride our bikes to to some of these games. Yeah, the Astros. Let's well. go out to the ocean and just get on some wave runners and ride those up there. Twenty, you, 20 minutes to the north. Did, did you see where about? Um, I didn't realize this. I forgot that West Palm Beach is where Trump flies into from Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, and uh, like Trump's plane was there, which is weird because it's the same. I it's the same plane as Trump Airlines from back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was having a moment where you know it's uh, uh, like I. Like my my brain had broken. You saw it a when you landed. Something. Last yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so we're like ten minutes from Mar-a-Lago. Okay, There's a lot of stuff around here. Not that I'm not gonna like. I'm not going to see Mar-a-Lago or anything. No, else. no, no, no. Is there anything no more notable about West Palm Beach other than uh, is, is, is this is this Home where, of the Astros? Is this where Jeffrey Epstein actually was? I don't was this know. his haunt? I'm not here? sure. Okay. I'm not sure. I'll let you look that up. I'll let you look that up. Um. We've, we're getting some good pitch clock texts in that I want to read here in a second, but just to pay off here. Uh, the, uh, the combine is this week, and Texan fans are going to be dialed in on quarterbacks. We think, although Dan Weederer, who is a, an insider for the Bears, he works for our sister station up in Chicago, 670 the score, tweeted this over the weekend, a draft-related nugget that has been popular in league circles of late. The Texans, with a new head coach, and a fairly new GM, that's an interesting, Nick's been here two years now, but okay, um, maybe 
compelled to delay their big QB dice roll until 2024. File that away, he says. Yeah, I um, I wouldn't be 100% surprised if that happens. Um, I, I think that when I've seen people write about that, I saw in another mock draft somebody say that, that like the Texans might lose some goodwill if they do that, even after things have been so good with D'Amico Ryans. I think the D'Amico Ryan's hire specifically actually buys them a little time in that regard. I think that people just at this point want to give, like they want to give D'Amico a long runway. And a lot of people also feel like, okay, well, what are you, what are you throwing a young quarterback into right now if he comes in? I don't share that opinion, but I think a lot of people do believe that. Yep. Um, so I, I think there's more tolerance for waiting a year than, than a lot of people outside of Houston might realize. Okay, so they don't draft a quarterback, then their solution at quarterback is one of two things. It's Davis Mills for another year. Oh, yeah. Or a veteran free agent quarterback. Right. Which do you think it will be? I think it would be a Garoppolo more so okay, you just answered my next Carr. question. Yeah. It was veteran free agent. I was going to ask you to what level it would be. Garop- yeah. you think, so you think there's a chance Jimmy Garoppolo is a quarterback? Well, you asked me which it would be. So well, veteran other- quarterback or Davis Oh, Mills. oh, yeah, oh yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Veteran quarterback. I think it would be Garoppolo with the understanding that Garoppolo will get injured, and then so it'll be a hodgepodge of Garoppolo and Davis Mills. Okay. And it's a, it's a short-term fix to get through and try to become more credible, maybe see what you have in Davis Mills, but that ultimately you're still kind of waiting. Which, and again... Is Casario would remind people over and over again, the draft is just one way to acquire people. Yeah. So, like, as in, you know, two of the last three Super Bowl winning quarterbacks have been veterans that a team traded for in the version of Tom Brady or Matt Stafford. It's just, there's, it's, it's not as, it doesn't have to be as straightforward as, like, we gots to get a quarterback in the draft. No, it's a more fluid market now yeah. than it's been. I mean, look, if, if, if you had a team, if you had a team that was in, the right position roster wise with everything but a quarterback. If the Texans, if the Texans had the team the Jets have right now, right? The yeah. Jets have been a team that have struggled the last several years, picked very high in the draft, but they've gotten the last couple drafts right, other than quarterback, where they whiffed horribly. But they won seven games last year. The talk in New York, I'm guessing, is okay, if the if the Ravens put Lamar Jackson on the non exclusive franchise tag should we be making an offer to him and giving up two first-round picks? Yeah, we don't need to do that. No, the Texans don't, right, but, the, yeah. but, but I'm, I'm kind of backing up your point, yeah. which is there's way more ways to skin a cat getting a quarterback now than there were even like three or four years ago. Yeah, it's, um, and so that's where, again, I don't think that D'Amico, and D'Amico basically hinted at as much that, you know, you know like, he said, don't fixate on the quarterback because what happens when your starting quarterback gets injured? He has experience with that in San Francisco, obviously. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, though, but he also does have experience with it in Houston where when Matt Schaub got hurt, um, you know, it made a big difference in that year. That yeah. was D'Amico's last year in Houston was in 2011. So I think that um, I, it wouldn't surprise me if that happens, I, especially because, you know, you look at like John Harris just put his Harris 100 2.0 out. Yeah. And his two best players in this draft are Will Anderson and Jalen Carter, the, the defensive Who would lineman. you rather have of those two? I feel like we spend all the time talking about Stroud and I Young. like Jalen Carter. Yeah. He's just a big old beast of a He's a beast, machine. yeah. He's, it, he's, 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 he'd be a great pick. Yeah, I feel like Jordan Hurts being so good in his rookie year helped, uh, helped as well. Uh, not Jordan Hurts. Jordan uh, Davis. Jordan Davis, yeah. excuse me. Thing. I mixed Jalen Hurts and Jordan. Same team, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so if um, I, especially on this defense, except that 
like obviously if they feel good about these quarterbacks, I, by all means draft one of them. Yeah, yeah. I, this is my my own personal feeling about them not drafting a quarterback, yeah. and this this is probably not a great reason to to say draft a quarterback this year. But I just as a fan, just purely as a fan. It would be tough for me to go through another year where I feel like we don't have a plan in place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there, if you don't draft a quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo cannot be the plan to win a Super Bowl. He's a plan to get you through a season. I don't want to just get through another season. I want to feel like this thing's finally starting to build towards something. And I get it that if you, yeah, use those picks to fortify the roster, you're building towards something in a different way. The quarterback is just a much more tangible thing to me. And again, it's not a great reason, but that's just how I would feel going into the upcoming season. The uh, Ross Tucker, our friend, uh, one of our listeners just sent this in and it got chopped up a little bit listener. So I apologize if I'm missing the tone of your text, but I I think it, Ross Tucker has a draft podcast. Yeah. Is uh, the, the host of it is Emery Hunt, and he does it alongside Ross Tucker. But he's got Anthony Richardson listed as his top quarterback. And I feel like that was a big theme this weekend. A lot of people coming out and saying, hey, look, Anthony Richardson's got the most upside here. And it might be boom or bust, but if you're looking for a guy that might genuinely turn into the real deal and be like have electric physical skills, and if he can just be more consistent in the other areas of his game then he might be the guy. So he's got Anthony Richardson listed number one overall. Do you feel like the Texans... Would it surprise you if the Texans took Anthony Richardson? Yes. Yeah. It would surprise me. It would surprise me. Because I've heard Nick Casario has listed, when we've asked him multiple times about what's important at the quarterback position, he goes out of his way to accentuate the accuracy, anticipation, leadership, presence, all those things. And then secondarily talks about the physical traits. And there are, like, and yes, yeah, as far as the... And I think D'Amico is that same way, because D'Amico, in just talking about the guys that he's worked with, Fred Warner specifically on defense, he's a fifth-round pick, you know, like, or was he a third-round pick? Third-round Third-round pick, third-round pick. Third yeah. round pick. Um, but not, you know, not like a consensus, oh, yeah, this guy's going to be awesome. It, they... They veer more towards on the side of like, okay, is he a first? Is he a football player first and foremost? And with a quarterback, perhaps they want to see the deal. Now, you might say, well, they drafted Davis Mills right in the third round. Yeah, you know, like, so yeah. the upside there was upside there, but that's the kind of guy you take a shot on in the third round. Do you feel like Anthony Richardson's upside is so great that you would uh, that you would? I don't want to say waste because that's just assuming he's going to fail. But would you take a, a chance with a number one or number two overall pick on a guy that's Got a huge upside, but right now has way more downside. Yeah, I, I think they would. I think they would draft a quarterback with that pick that they weren't like a billion percent comfortable with. I just don't know that Richardson's traits line up with the type of quarterback they would view as a risk they would take. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he's a, and like Malik Willis is a different type of quarterback, but still had some of those elements to him where you look at him and you say, okay, wow, the upside could be really, really good if yeah. it works out. And then when he gets a chance, but so people take him and knowing that he's a huge, you know, he's a project. But then when Malik Willis gets in in his first year, after conceding that he's a project, he gets in his first year. Like, oh my gosh, what a waste of a pick! Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, well, I, yeah, wasn't the thought that yeah he's gonna he's gonna take some time to develop? Uh, I, yeah, no, totally, no. I, I I the Richardson thing super intrigues me. I'm super intrigued by him. I don't. I just don't see. I feel like the only reason a team would draft Richardson right now is if they already have a quarterback that they like. 
Um, if they have a no, but that doesn't make sense either. Unless no, they have I, a bet, if they have a David Carr or, or a Derek Carr, well, or I could like see that. a team yeah. that's already a good team but has an aging quarterback. Take, yeah. use a first round pick on him. You know, some playoff team that's got a that's got an older quarterback. It works out all the time. Look at how happy everybody's been in Green Bay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what if right. Aaron Rodgers? What if Aaron Rodgers goes to goes to Las Vegas with a trade? But then the they draft Anthony Richardson. The, yeah, like that'd Anthony Richardson falls to the second round or that'd, something. That'd be funny. Richardson. That would be funny. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.